Hello, my lovely ladies and menstruators alike. Welcome to the third episode of the She Eats podcast, where we'll be talking about how to optimize your nutrition and fitness to each phase of your cycle so you can optimize your health, wellness, hormones, and any weight loss or body composition change goals you have. So without further ado, let's jump into this episode because this is super exciting. And ladies, you can balance your hormones when you can get rid of the cravings, you can get rid of the bloating, get rid of the fatigue, the acne, the mood swings, all by giving your body what it needs through each phase of your cycle. And the really cool thing about this is this is what your body will start to crave. Instead of craving that donut or that greasy, savory, sweet food, it's going to crave squash. So amazing when you feel good, all the things, all the opportunities that open up to you, the outlook you have on life. I know you're there with me, ladies, when you're just feeling like you just want to crawl back into bed and just, oh my God, the person behind you in the grocery line for some reason is annoying today when usually they probably wouldn't have been. And so balancing out all your hormones will help with every little aspect of life. So just super amazing benefits from learning to eat with your cycle. So jumping into it. The first phase, the menstrual phase. During this time in Ayurvedic medicine, it is known as a cool time. So we really want to support our body with warming and nourishing foods. Estrogen helps with gut motility. So when estrogen is low during this time, because like we talked about in episode one, which if you don't know the four phases of your cycle, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode one because there are four phases. There isn't just a bleed, no bleed time. So at the very beginning, all of your hormones just plummeted to their low. So estrogen is low. So your gut isn't going to be working as well. So we want to help it out as much as possible, make it as easy as possible on it. And that's what part of cooking does. When we cook things, it makes it more easy for us to digest, easier for us to absorb those nutrients. So we're going to want to stick to a lot of cooked foods during this time. Things we really want to be making sure we're getting during this time, omega-3s, vitamin E, zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D, iron, choline, magnesium, and manganese. Manganese is a really interesting one that actually really supports the production of estrogen. So as we move into the follicular and ovulatory phase, we need estrogen to be climbing. So we really want to support that. And so manganese is going to be one of the critical ones for that. And then choline is going to support the formation of the follicle. And the follicle is what matures during this entire time. And then at first, and produces the progesterone we need during that luteal phase. So manganese and choline, two very underrated, not often talked about ones that we need to be making sure we get in our diet. And a simple way to get a lot of these is through the seeds we talk about with the seed cycling, which is going to be your flaxseed and your pumpkin seed. Really cool thing about flaxseed, it contains omega-3s and something called lignans. So these are a phytoestrogen themselves. Well, it's contained inside of uh, flaxseed. And then, so flaxseed is going to help make the estrogen receptors more sensitive to estrogen, as well as the lignin is going to bind to the excess hormone that may not have been processed out of your body from your last cycle. We'll talk about it more when we get to the estrogen dominance in the different hormone imbalance episodes, but just like having too little estrogen, having too much estrogen can be just as detrimental. So we want to be making sure we are able to process that out 
and we'll talk a little bit more about some of the liver detoxifying as we get into the follicular phase. So going into the follicular phase, like I said, we want to be really supporting our liver as we make sure that we got everything processed out from our previous cycle. So things like carnivorous vegetables, pickled vegetables are going to be fantastic during this time. In particular, broccoli is an amazing one because it contains a compound called sulforaphane. And sulforaphane is a very strong liver detoxifier. One of my favorite recipes to do with broccoli during this time is roast it with some mustard seed. Mustard seed actually increases the sulforaphane bioavailability by fourfold. So you get a lot more nutrients, a lot more bang for your buck when you add that mustard seed to the broccoli. I mentioned the pickled foods, and this is to refeed that gut microbiome. An amazing one to include during this time is actually pickled artichokes. They contain a fiber called inulin, which creates this kind of gelatinous substance in your gut. And so it really helps to nourish the gut, to heal the gut if it has any damage, any inflammation, as well as help to process out those excess hormones. So a really amazing thing to add during this time, as well as avocado. Avocado is one of my favorite. Um, I put them in brownies, I put them in everything. Love doing Mexican bowls during this time with some black beans, some quinoa, or it's just amazing to support your gut, to help process everything out, extra fiber in those, as well as plant protein. And avocados actually contain B6, iron, and magnesium, which all help to support the production of estrogen and progesterone. So amazing thing to be incorporating during this time. Throw it on some avocado toast, since also estrogen is beginning to climb, and so are your carbs then. So enjoy the avocado toast. Go out to brunch. Treat yourself. It'll be absolutely amazing, ladies. Now it is time for the real fun as we move into the ovulation phase. So this is a great time, like we talked about in the carbs episode, to really up your carbs. If you're going to have any type of meal that is not the most nourishing, this is the time your body can handle it the best. We still want to avoid any of those canola oils or the hyper-processed foods, but if you are going to have them, because I do not want you to miss out on a moment of life, and you can time it with your ovulation phase, your gut is set up to handle it, your body is ready to burn those carbs, so go out, enjoy it, just support your body around it. I know carbs are high right now, but if you are going to enjoy some red meat, your ovulation phase, and then we'll talk about in just a second, the beginning of your luteal phase would be a great time to incorporate that, to start to load up on some iron, and your body is best able to handle it right now. Other amazing things to start to incorporate right now are going to be arugula, dandelion greens, so we make sure that we are helping out our second pathway of our liver detoxification system. So we'll talk more about that in just a little bit. Other great things to be incorporating right now are cooling foods. So in Ayurvedic medicine, this is known as a warm time. So if you want to have that big salad, those dark leafy greens and the berries, this is an amazing time to have it. Throw some dandelion root on there that's going to help support the second detoxification process of your liver. So raw cooling foods are amazing to help balance everything out right now and produce a little bit of calming effect with the high energy you have from the high estrogen and high testosterone, which sometimes can be very anxiety producing. So the next and final phase, a lot of you ladies know that I like to split it into two parts. I like to pair together the beginning and the end 
But a difference is going to be that in the beginning of your luteal phase, like I mentioned a little bit ago, if you enjoy red meat, this is when I would put it in. Your gut is still able to handle it. You can front load that iron and not lead to too much growth of the endometrium, which we'll talk about towards the end. So if keto is something you've ever wanted to try, the beginning and the end of your luteal phase is when I would do that. Like we talked about in episode two, estrogen is going to take a drop right at the beginning of your luteal phase. And so we're gonna go a little bit higher fat during this time, a little bit lower carb, but then moving into the middle of your luteal phase, estrogen is going to climb, not as high as progesterone. Progesterone is predominating right now, but estrogen is going to start to go back up again. So if you wanna go back to any of those cooling foods, if you wanna to go to a high carb day, this is your time to do it, but we want to be paying special attention to our liver. We want to make sure that we are still helping out our liver. We are still getting plenty of fiber. We are still implementing things like the dandelion greens. Carbs we want to be implementing this during this time are pumpkin, sweet potato, Brussels sprouts, apples, pears, bananas, and squash. Squash promotes the production of progesterone, reduces cortisol, promotes hormone balance and supports your adrenal glands. So especially if you ever suffer from fatigue, this is something you really, really want to be implementing during this phase. Implement some potatoes, some starch with a protein, and that aids in the production of serotonin. You actually need these to produce serotonin. So make sure you are incorporating those into your diet, especially during throughout the entire luteal phase, but especially right after ovulation if you suffer from any of that, because it's gonna just help support that mood all the way through. So make sure you are incorporating that starch and protein in pear, and an amazing way to do that is sweet potatoes. Other potatoes do contain a ton of nutrients as well. Sweet potatoes just contain a couple extra vitamins. Something else that happens during this phase, and we'll do an entire episode on water balance with hormones, but you have a little bit of a more difficult time regulating your hydration during this phase due primarily to a hormone called antidiuretic hormone. So an herb that you can supplement into this phase to help out with that is parsley. This will really help the balance of electrolytes. So I would really recommend supplementing it all throughout, but especially during that mid-luteal phase. And when I say supplementing, your diet is supplementing your body. So I'm not saying go out and buy supplements. You absolutely can do this, but I try to solve everything just by seeing what we're missing in our diet and adding that in and balancing it out. So anytime I say supplement with sweet potatoes or parsley or anything like that, I really just mean put this into your diet. So continuing on to the end of the luteal phase, during this time, estrogen and progesterone are going to start to drop. So we really want to start to go back to those warming, nourishing foods. We want to make sure we're supporting our gut. We want to make sure that we're hydrating plenty. We want to make sure that we're getting plenty of fiber. And another amazing thing to be incorporating during this time is omega-3s. We talked about that for the menstrual phase. I like to apply making sure you're getting omega-3s, vitamin D, and vitamin K, especially at the end of the luteal phase. So it'll really set you up for a smooth menstrual phase because this goes in a cycle. It goes round and round and round. And so the very end of your luteal phase is very, very important for your menstrual phase. The rest of the month is too, but it can really make or break at this last week what's going on. So like we talked about in the beginning, 
decreasing red meat during this time, increasing omega-3s. So if you can get that from wild-caught salmon, amazing. That's great. Look for a omega-3 supplement, keep it refrigerated, and then for our vegans or vegetarians, algae and chia seeds are fantastic sources of omega-3. So that is just another way that you can get the omega-3s if you do not want animal products. The reason we do not want to have high saturated fat during this time is when you have high saturated fat, the endometrium, that lining on your uterus can become too thick. And when it becomes too thick, it produces something called prostaglandins. And this is what causes the majority of our cramping. So if we can keep inflammation low and we can have the endometrium grow to just the right amount, then we can completely alleviate cramps. No more do you have to be curled up in a ball. No more do you need the heating pad, unless you just want to because it feels good, but you don't need it anymore. So we can start to alleviate all of these things. Oh my goodness, I almost completely skipped, which we'll do a whole seed cycling episode, but I wanna make sure I include it for your luteal phase and you can start to incorporate this during your ovulation phase. We'll start to switch over to sesame and sunflower seed. So one of my favorite ways, like this week, I just picked up some tahini, um, some hummus made with tahini, and then I have an awesome monk fruit granola that has sunflower seeds, chia seeds. You want to be making sure that you are incorporating those seeds in that phase. So ladies, when you learn to incorporate these foods throughout your month and really support your hormones simply just through nutrition, and we'll do a whole episode on exercise as well, but even just doing this, you can say goodbye to PMS, goodbye to bloating, hello to feeling amazing all month long. No more feeling like you want to punch through the wall. No more feeling like you just need to go back to bed. And all without ever having to take any synthetic hormones, just eating foods that nourish your body and make you feel amazing. So I hope this helped you ladies. I do have a much longer guide with this, with shopping lists included over in the She Eats community. So as always, I will link that in the show notes. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. I wanna make this understandable and digestible for every woman because every woman deserves to know that you can feel amazing all month long. Every woman deserves to know that you can eat and lose weight because we've balanced everything out and so now your body's not freaking out and trying to hold on to things. Every woman deserves to feel amazing. So until next time, she lives, she loves, and she eats.